Namaste. We are with uh, Gautam ji once again for our next podcast. Gautam, thank you so much for your time. Most welcome, Nick. Gautam, today I wanted to discuss with you a very important subject which not many people unfortunately contemplate. That is service to the guru. And uh, it is in one of Robert Adams, the Advaita teacher's talks that I had really heard something which was very transformative for me, mm-hmm. where he basically said that those devotees, the close ones in the close circle that have served the master without any expectation of anything in return. And he gave the example of a man who would fan Bhagwan Ramana for 50 years. He never spoke a word. One day that man dropped dead and Bhagwan said he's not coming back. Hmm. And it had a very deep impact on me. Yes. And I felt with Baba and Baba's devotees. Unfortunately, many have that feeling that oh Baba left his body in 1918, what can we can't do anything. Hmm. In the truest sense, of course, Baba does not need anything for us and we can't give Baba anything. But I felt if one has that feeling in their heart that they want to serve Baba, it can make a very big shift in one's attitude internally and open the doors in their path of devotion and on their spiritual journey. Yes. So if you could speak about that a little. Yes, uh, Nick, this is actually uh, again a beautiful subject you have chosen uh, to speak about. Uh, You see, this is uh, what you have said is extremely right. There are two ways to serve the Guru. Now, firstly, it appears we are serving an individual, but the Guru is God in human form. The Guru is consciousness. So we are actually serving God, consciousness, a higher self. You can call it various names. In this case, we are serving Baba. Now, generally, there are two ways to serve the Guru. One is Dakshina, if you're wealthy, let's say. And what you can offer is money for the expenses of the Guru or for whatever whatever may be his need. right? The other is, let's say you don't have the money, but you are impacted by the Guru, you offer Seva. Seva can be in various forms. You can be physically present for the Guru, run his errands, for example. Just an example. Or you could be uh, doing seva to spread the teaching. Now, obviously, in Baba's case, we can't serve him. He's not here in body form. But you could do seva for the teaching. You could do seva in either Shirdi or in any Sai Baba temple next to you. Or you could do seva even by living the teaching and sharing it consciously with people. So there are various forms of seva. But this is actually, I can't even say it is a rahasya, it is not even a secret. But it is seen and validated that those devotees who have offered themselves to their master have taken leaps and strides on the spiritual journey. There are innumerable accounts of that. Yes. which we don't need to go into. There was a, a sage called Siddha Rameshwar Maharaj. He was Nisargdatta Maharaj's guru. And in his book, he has also written actually these words that even the wind which passes through a guru's house should be worshipped. 
that should be the degree of worship if the guru in his house in his kutia has a dog the dog has to be venerated see he was driving home this point that is the level of worship required and that is possible only when the devotee has so surrendered to the guru principle to the force of the guru that it the devotee freely offers its skill sets its resources at the feet of the master yes so gautam in this case for devotees maybe even the new ones say when they go to shirdi there may be a common tendency initially to get perturbed by what is going on there many may have a attitude that oh the sanstha is not doing this they are not doing that but i wanted to cite one example the last time when i went to shirdi i noticed there were a lot of dogs that were coming with the palkis and they were getting injured because they are territorial so i discussed this matter with vinima she gave me some information about why they come how they come then i spoke to some people from the sanstha to hear their side of the story i spoke to a few locals and then i shared this information with mohan ji and his organization and they very kindly actually put into place something that was taking off where they wanted to get an ngo involved and you know offer some help to the animals calling them the dogs baba's dogs right now because of the covid corona thing this sort of probably has stalled but i feel if one goes with that attitude that you know in whatever way one can go ahead and try and help or do something isn't that a far better approach yes you see there's a historically there's an issue here uh, as, now this is again uh, if we look at india specifically and a temple town like shirdi see the world was not prepared india was not prepared for shirdi to become what it became even when i went as a youngster there was no queue we could just walk into the main temple right now unfortunately most of india's population is below the poverty line and therefore illiterate that's the first obstacle now if you go to pilgrimage sites in europe for example i have been to lourdes lourdes is a holy site uh, dedicated to the mother and you see the discipline you see the cleanliness and you feel that people are there with their hearts wide open how do you feel that if you need any assistance three people come running to you that is the beauty you know when they make you take a dip in the holy water there are four men assisting you each of them speaks different languages so they ask you which language would you like to be spoken in so that is the care and sensitivity of the people who have volunteered there and as you raise this point nick what can we do in shirdi we can make it a better place for sure to the degree we can yes beyond that it's not in our control so each individual taking not only their skill sets but what is in their hearts can make an approach see what they can contribute and make an attempt to contribute it you see that's all we can do the results are not in our hands so i do feel also that 
given what I have just said, and we all know that it is a mess of a town, but I don't think it could have been any other way than it is because unfortunately that is the uh, set up and get up of the land and as I just explained about poverty etc. But today's awareness levels are at the highest. People are more conscious than ever before. Today there is technology, there are platforms like social media which allow like-minded people to come together. Yours is one such platform. And we know the strength of a group versus an individual. So if individuals come together, now for example, you can find out who are the right people in Shirdi to connect with as far as the Sansta is concerned. And people can come together, give their suggestions, offer their services there, or just go there themselves as individuals and do what they feel they should. Correct. There are various ways to approach it, but I do feel that uh, you know, it would be a sign of selflessness if that starts happening and that's why I feel you again raised a very pertinent point. Because so far we just go and we are concerned with our darshan and how long we have to stand in the queue and then we get out and go to our hotel room, you see. So that is uh, what we are all programmed, you can say, to do. But yes, of course, I'm sure there are many opportunities that would be available to lend a helping hand. Yes. You know, uh, Vinima uh, said a very beautiful thing. When she would take people on a walking tour in Shirdi, she would say, I do not charge anybody anything, but you take, the Baba's, hist you take Baba's history from me and you go share it with five other people. Beautiful. beautiful. Now that becomes one seva. So if people do visit Shirdi often and say they take up, say, a task like that, or they form a group, as you said, with social media, some can offer to clean Dwarkamai, some can offer to volunteer in this way that, you know, become little tour guides for free, take people in their native languages, whichever they speak, and tell them about Baba, Baba's teachings. Yes. Uh, about the places in Shirdi that are of significance. I mean, one could do anything collectively, and I'm pretty certain the Sanstha would not uh, say no if one approached them in the right manner, maybe putting a proposal together. And there are volunteer groups like that that get involved. Gautam, talking about that, we went together to Guruji's ashram in the north when we went recently to Delhi and Gurgaon. That's right. That's and right. how beautifully organized was that? Yes, everything yeah. was systematic. So it was quite a beautiful experience we shared together. You know, uh, I was very touched actually because if I remember correctly, even uh, we were picked up from the main road in cars driven by volunteers using their petrol. They picked us up, there was total silence in the car and they dropped us at the point outside the ashram uh, just because they were doing seva. And there was a line of cars because it's quite a long walk from the road to the ashram which you have to walk. So whoever wants to take this ride takes this ride. And that was quite touching, you know. So it's like not only are they giving money in terms of using their own fuel because we don't know where in Delhi they are coming from, but they are giving their time for their guru. The guru is no longer in the body. Yes. That was in fact very beautiful to see. And at each step, I remember the person offering us the bottle of water. 
then how they make you queue up for the darshan how they take you into the room where they feed you everything is done in a very gentle and systematic manner it was like actually quite beautiful to experience that that itself shows that they are living the teaching of their guru correct and gautam it we need not limit it only to shirdi there could be devotees all around the globe and i'm sure there are sai baba temples all over yes one could start doing anadan in their localities many things one could do you know having baba's teachings you know spreading it in different forms because baba's teaching was also very much the path of karma yoga one could help others yes. so even those aspects if you could talk of just service in general to mankind yes and uh, you see normally normally this happens on its own because after all when you follow the teachings of a guru like baba then qualities like compassion do develop so i mean it should not be that we are trying to sound preachy by telling people what to do and what not to do but just to look at this that and as you rightly pointed out in the beginning the difference is here baba is no longer in form so we tend sometimes not to make that extra effort to do seva so as you said it could be even wherever the people are it could even be just to the people under their umbrella for example you may be a businessman in a town in the us and look at your relationship with your staff and you may be you may think of ideas to do seva for them you may think okay let me uh, you know uh, like in india what we do is sometimes we take the poor like the drivers and the maids and if they are married with children we pay for their child's education that is also seva to baba yes that is also a sign of your generosity increasing which is the opposite of being miserly and hoarding because with the understanding with following the teachings the heart opens you see so one has to keep seeing where can i give where can i give i've been so fortunate to get where can i give that should become the mantra that would be really beautiful also i must add here a word of caution and i will tell you this with a specific incident i'm not sure if i raised it in the earlier podcast nick so forgive me if i have in my guru's last days this whole topic of seva to the guru was coming up because everyone knew that he doesn't have much time now one lady who had been coming for years okay and being part of the talks and all she saw that others had started giving envelopes of dakshina more often because our guru was also falling ill a bit you see and right towards the end she got up and walked up to him and placed an envelope at his feet and he looked at her and he told her this is not coming from the heart yes this is coming as an obligation because you have seen others doing it and she was stunned i mean i saw her she was so taken aback and it must have hurt her this comment but you see you can't hide anything from the guru the guru sees and knows all so this is not a trade off you know like we people tell us give 10% of your income to charity and you'll keep earning money this is not a trade off your relationship with the guru does not work that way 
so one should not also feel oh i must give seva then the baba will love me more correct <laughs> no no that absolutely. is not it the yeah. seva is for you not for baba yes the seva is ultimately for you because you're helping yourself so this point is sometimes missed correct and gotham on a slightly different note uh doing seva on the outside and service is wonderful and as you said it must come from a genuine feeling that arises from within not as a compulsive thought or some sort of obligation yeah. then on the individual level where you spend time with baba's teachings the meditation uh doing dhyan on baba you know doing the jap because again if that aspect is not lived because that also in one way is living the teaching yourself if you could talk about that aspect gautam well that is one sadhana one spiritual practice you see so i mean uh, if that is not happening then you are not a devotee that must happen in some way otherwise you are just imbibing the knowledge intellectually which is still not a bad start mm, mm. but uh, let's be clear that if the idea is a transformation in one's life then one has to live the teachings i gave the example of one uh, government officer who was a bhakt of sai baba and on the side he was taking bribes and i have read myself i don't know if it's in the satcharita of in another book on baba that baba has said clearly do not take a bribe if you are in a government position now are you following the teaching hmm. is there any point being a bhakt of baba and taking a bribe on the side so that's it that is seva to oneself are you living the teaching as simple as that gotham in today's day and age should be as you said earlier you know we have the luxury of social media and ways to communicate which were not possible before also a whole new wave of a community is forming around baba's devotees where they can get together and have baba in common Mm. could you speak a little bit on that aspect where how devotees can you know have that uh, support or you know just just a little bit on this well nick my understanding is that it's a different world today as we know compared to when baba was there in the body his devotees are all over the world right and now with social media they are connected so it's a very powerful force to have a community like that in fact such a community can really make a shift a positive shift in not only the awareness of baba and his teachings but in consciousness as a whole if they are living the teaching so i do foresee a very big role to play in this and i think it is the right time to start this ball rolling by getting them together yes and uh, you know seeing what a collective can do as a group you see it reminds me of the time in maharishi mahesh yogi when he started out he was doing experiments in a certain city of group meditation and the statistics showed that in that city the crime rate came crashing down that is the impact a group has so the time has come i feel the platforms are there people no longer need to fly down they are they can be where they are if take up a project from where they are as long as there's common ground a common platform uh, much much can be achieved 
lots can be achieved so i think it's actually the perfect time to start this yes and gautam one last question before we end today's podcast one other very important aspect baba symbolized was the coming together of different communities religions people of different creeds and cultures and he had no discrimination between everyone in fact he was taking us to a place beyond our conditioned self yes now in today's day and age like with the epidemic coming up unfortunately across the world there are different sorts of uh discriminations happening in different parts of the world to different communities to different people could you speak a little bit about that that what can a devotee do on an individual level to live and spread baba's message or live that teaching in that aspect nick i really don't think there's much for anyone to do except be a living example of the teaching you see that is why maharaj would tell uh people involved in social service for example that first look after yourself and see that you are sorted out as an individual because if everyone is sorted out themselves then there will be no one left to sort out but first sort out yourself he didn't use such kind words he had used very strong words but i think that is the first step and that is the main step to take is to live the teaching so i would keep coming back to that and you see ram krishna had a beautiful uh, sentence yeah he said so what if the world is covered by thorns wear sandals and walk all over them and those sandals are the knowledge that god alone exists which means in baba's context if you see baba in everyone you will understand that nobody truly does anything it is baba functioning through all of manifestation and you will start living that teaching then yes. you will be wearing the sandals that are the knowledge that only god exists wonderful gautam and thank you as always for your beautiful priceless insights my pleasure nick thank you gautam take care